This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Today is Thursday, June 3rd, 2021. On this day in 1943, tensions between U.S. servicemen and the Mexican-American community in Los Angeles erupted into a week-long period of unrest known as the Zoot Suit Riots. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of these crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the Zoot Suit Riots, which wreaked havoc on the minority communities of Southern California for a week. Let's go back to Los Angeles on June 3rd, 1943. Chaos was everywhere. U.S. servicemen and an army of police officers scoured the streets, searching for anyone in baggy clothing. Armed authorities dragged people out of cafes, bars, and movie theaters. They ripped clothing from people's backs before beating them senseless. Piles of tattered zoot suits were doused in gasoline and set on fire in broad daylight. The violence was shocking. Even more surprising was the confrontation that instigated it three days earlier. On May 31st, a group of roughly 12 U.S. sailors took a bus downtown. Since the bombing of Pearl Harbor in December 1941, Los Angeles had become a hub for American servicemen. As the sailors strolled down Main Street, they encountered a group of young Mexican-American men wearing zoot suits. Zoot suits were oversized baggy clothing with wide lapels and carefully tailored cinched ankles. The style had taken hold in Harlem dance halls a decade prior. It allowed for a wide range of motion and a hypnotic fluid silhouette. Over the years, the suits had spread in popularity, becoming the ultimate counterculture fashion statement. They were often worn in bold colors and accompanied by flamboyant hats. Since America's involvement in World War II, however, government rationing put a pin in the growing spread of zoot suits. Textiles like wool were strictly limited, and buying a new zoot suit could only be done through a bootleg tailor. Nevertheless, the suits remained popular, especially among the poor and working class. In Los Angeles, the style was popularly associated with many communities, but perhaps most prominently with the Pachuco and Pachuca counterculture movement. Tired of being treated as second-class citizens, Pachucos were young Chicano men who rejected Anglo-American assimilation, opting instead to celebrate their own heritage. Jazz music and swing dance were intertwined with the Pachuco lifestyle, which was seen as deviant by many at the time. Some Pachucos were more rebellious than others, engaging in debaucherous nightlife and gang activity. However, this was not typical of the movement as a whole. 
But to the young troops newly stationed in Los Angeles, the sight of these zoot suits was a flagrant anti-American, anti-war statement. A brawl ensued between the sailors and the zoot suiters. The servicemen later told the Los Angeles Police Department that the men were violent gang members who attacked them. But according to the zoot suiters, the sailors initiated the attack. Unsurprisingly, the LAPD took the servicemen's side. They were biased against the Pachucos, who were indiscriminately viewed as gang members. A slew of police officers calling themselves the Vengeance Squad returned to the scene of the crime later on. They claimed they wanted to ensure their streets were safe from violence. The following day, news spread that teen thugs wearing wasteful zoot suits were maiming innocent sailors. A convoy of 20 taxis carrying servicemen from the nearby Naval Reserve Armory descended upon the Mexican neighborhoods of East LA. Joined by members of the police, they wielded clubs and crude weapons, itching to teach anyone wearing a zoot suit a lesson. Chaos ensued. In one recorded incident, a pair of sailors interrupted a film screening, dragged a zoot-suited audience member onto the stage, and stripped them down. Then they urinated on the suit in front of an aghast audience. The Los Angeles police fought on the side of the mob the entire time, arresting and clubbing anyone who looked to be Mexican standing in their way. Children as young as 12 years old were hospitalized after being stripped and beaten. The quiet rebellion of the zoot suit was no match against organized police brutality. Something had to be done. Coming up, the Pachucos strike back and the rioting intensifies. The worst serial killer, the creepiest cult, the most outrageous con? If you're a true crime fan, you've probably pondered these things. Well, now you can get answers, or at least some passionate opinions. Every week on our podcast, Crime Countdown, my co-host Ash and I rank 10 unsettling crimes centered around a common theme, debating each case with just a hint of humor to lighten the mood. Elena and I may not be experts, and we may not always agree, but we're counting down anyway. Follow the Spotify original from ParCast, Crime Countdown. Listen free on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Now back to the story. On June 3rd, 1943, a week of violent attacks began in Los Angeles, Instigated by a clash between white sailors and Mexican-American men in zoot suits, a mob of police officers joined military servicemen to beat and arrest young black and Latino youths at random. Throughout it all, the media fed the chaos and racial hysteria. Most papers applauded the efforts of the servicemen for cleaning up the Pachuco neighborhoods, 
the police justified their brutal measures by citing the May 31st attack on an American sailor, when in reality it was likely the sailor who instigated the violence. The narrative that the Pachucos brought the persecution on themselves was widely spread. Publications were quick to claim that simply wearing a zoot suit was a flagrant act of disobedience in the face of wartime rationing. Their wearers were painted as unpatriotic and un-American. This rhetoric paved the way for countless acts of violence against the working-class minorities who'd been wearing the suit for years. As the riots escalated, cab drivers started offering free rides to Marines and sailors from their barracks to join the fighting. Thousands of Angelinos flocked to join the growing mob of police officers and armed military personnel. Anyone standing in their path was deemed a threat. After just a few days, hundreds of people were arrested on nebulous charges. In addition to the Mexican-American victims, black and Filipino teenagers numbered high among the arrested and maimed. Many of the adolescents assaulted over the course of the riots were accused of avoiding enlistment and being unpatriotic. In reality, most of these young men were not old enough to serve and were targeted simply for their race. While all eyes were on Los Angeles, similar riots started to unfold in Philadelphia, Chicago, and Detroit. The fighting finally began to come to an end on June 8th. The military intervened, temporarily forbidding sailors and Marines from leaving their assigned barracks. Without the servicemen, the number of armed zoot suit hunters on the streets drastically decreased. By the following day, the Los Angeles City Council approved the criminalization of zoot suits. It was deemed illegal to wear a zoot suit within city limits. To Mexican-Americans, the ban didn't simply outlaw an article of clothing. It forever implicated them into a racial stereotype, one that painted an entire community as shady and suspicious. A 1943 article in the Los Angeles Times read, Fresh in the memory of Los Angeles is last year's surge of gang violence that made the zoot suit a badge of delinquency. But despite efforts to brand its wearers as criminals, the city failed to make the racist label stick. History now remembers the zoot suit as a symbol of Chicano pride and rebelliousness in the face of oppression. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from ParCast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from ParCast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Paul Liebeskin, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Katie Burris, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and fact-checking by Anya Bayerly. I'm Vanessa Richardson.